welcome to day 123 of the story that changes everything. Our readings for today are 1 Chronicles chapters 22 through 24 and Psalm 52. Here's some thoughts to guide your reading for today. Chapter 22 describes David's efforts in preparing for the building of the future temple. It's clear from the point of view of the chronicler that the temple is David's most important legacy. This emphasis is not surprising given the importance of the rebuilding of the second temple for the post-exilic Judeans to whom Chronicles is likely addressed. Of course, the irony in the story is that David himself does not get to complete the task of building it. In this, he resembles other leaders in the Bible. Abraham and Sarah never got to possess the land of Canaan that they were promised. Moses also died before he could enter the promised land. Joshua got to enter the land, but he died before the occupation of the country was complete. As happens so often, David's legacy was not his to complete and live into, but he handed the project on to Solomon. Notice the reason in Chronicles that David is not able to complete the building project. It is not David's sin in Chronicles that bars him from the building of the temple. Rather, the disabling factor is that he has blood on his hands. The blood is that of the vast numbers of people he has killed in war. Part of the very essence of God is life, and those connected to the establishment of the temple must be known for life and not death. What I find so fascinating about this chapter is that David's life of making war is not viewed as sinful. From the view of the chronicler, it was a necessary part of his role of establishing security for Israel and holding off the nation's enemies. When the writer of Ecclesiastes, that's credited to Solomon, when he writes there about everything having a season, that's in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, the last verse in that famous series, verse 8, says that there's a time for war and a time for peace. David, for better or worse, led Israel during a time of war. Solomon, however, will be the man of peace and will have the fortunate blessing of leading Israel during an extended time of peace. There's not merely a difference between David and Solomon's gifts or roles or vocations, but there's a difference in the eras of the people's lives that they represent and lead, precisely because David and his people did their job in a very broken and violent age. Now Solomon and his people are able to live in an age close to the fulfillment of God's purposes, a time of rest, peace, and quiet, and a time where there will be space and the ability to now reflect on God's wisdom, and in fact, even create the wisdom tradition. Chapters 23 and 24 start another long list of names that ends 1 Chronicles a lot like it started. The chapters of names begin in chapter 23 with a duty roster for the Levites who are to work on the Lord's temple. Chapter 24 moves on to Aaron's ancestors who will serve the temple as its priests. David provides a precise organization chart as if the temple were already up and running. Our psalm for today, Psalm 52, is a brief psalm that reflects on the frequent theme that the powerful too often put their hope and security in things that don't last, and the legacy that they then leave behind is meaningless. But the psalmist, although perhaps in life viewed by others as weak, rejoices because his hope and trust is in the faithful love of God that lasts forever. 
The chapters for today invite us to consider what our legacy is in life and what we will leave behind. Like David, it's likely that what we've given our life and our energy toward will not be fully completed in our lifetime. As the writer of Hebrews testifies in the great By Faith chapter, chapter 11 of Hebrews, people don't often get to complete what they might have hoped would be their legacy. Instead, they have to live by faith and pass the baton of faith on to the next generation. Especially if what we care about most is caught up in the eternal things of God, we will almost certainly have to live by faith with the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. It's a powerful truth. Our texts for tomorrow are 1 Chronicles chapters 25-27. through 27. I'll talk to you tomorrow.